the host of this podcast lived a life that included 52 trips to Las Vegas to bet on baseball for a living. A life that included selling over $1.5 million worth of bootleg DVDs and lost it all. A life that included being sued by the NFL for $10 million. A $119,000 tax lien. House in foreclosure. No job. Divorced. An emotional wreck. Living on government assistance. And finally on the floor with a gun to his head. And now he's risen from the ashes. From the ashes. And turned it all around. This is the Lead King Podcast with Russ Ward. Tactics and strategies to grow your digital marketing business, get clients, and produce amazing results. Russ will teach you strategies that he used to build himself up from one of the lowest points of his life. Now, with a thriving, growing business that just had its first $30,000 month, he can teach you to go from zero to $10,000 a month and more. This is the Lead King Podcast, and this is Russ Ward. What is up, guys? This is the Lead King, Russ Ward, and welcome once again to the Lead King Podcast. And on this episode of the Lead King Podcast during launch week, I have one of my favorite people, one of my best friends, and somebody who I've been working with in the digital marketing business since I got started originally, long before I was even the Lead King. And my guest today is somebody that a lot of you probably follow as well. His name is Ace Reddy. Ace is one of the preeminent premier e-com people that you know everybody looks up to. He's a huge contributor in the ClickFunnels group, and he's just somebody that can bring a ton of value to our conversation, to your business, and I just really look forward to what Ace is going to share with us today. Welcome to the Lead King Podcast, Ace. Thanks for having me, dude. You guys got, you got a great podcast there. I heard the, um, I heard the intro. That was badass. Dude. That was such a great intro. Jeez. Awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, Ace, you know, you and I go back pretty far. I mean, we, we went back in, um, geez, we, we used to complain to each other about girlfriend issues. That's how deep we got, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was a few years ago, right? Jeez. Yep, and that's, that's, how, that's how we kind of bonded and became friends over, over some girls that were treating us pretty, pretty nasty. And then we started to share some, some digital marketing things, and, and here we both are. Right. We, we originally met in Ryan Stuman's group. Um, I, I, th- I, think, I think there was this one per- I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but like there was this one person that was kind of being a bit offensive. And uh, I was on the post and I was like, hey, you're being too offensive. Like, like you got to cut it out. And Ross was in the same post. So I sent him a friend request, I think, or you sent me a friend request and we connected. And yeah, dude, like it's been, it's been quite a ride. Just like even seeing you become the lead king. Right, because like the last I remember talking to you, you were in like a hundred and thirty thousand dollar debt. Um, you know, by the way, guys, you know, like there's all these um internet marketers that keep going on and on, lying about like their origin story, and they're like, Oh, I used to sleep on a couch, and you never know the real story. With Russ, it's kind of true, not kind of, it is completely true because I've seen him doing that phase, you know, like I remember talking to him every day pretty much. Um, and he was exactly in that phase a few years ago. So that's one thing I really like about you, man. You never really exaggerate your story like, like, like most of these marketers do, you know. 
Yeah, man, I, I appreciate that because, you know, you're one of the few guys who literally has been along with me for the whole ride. Like, I, I still remember I was going on a church mission trip and you were, you were doing some affiliate thing that was working for you and you, you sent me a link to it and I was in this van coming home from a mission trip. I, I was literally broke and had nothing yet. I was going out on a mission trip to try and help feed other people because that made me feel a little bit happy. And I was on my way home with this van full of these mission troop guys and you sent me a message and I, I honestly at the time felt like it was an answered prayer and you gave me an affiliate link and I just kind of shared it with some people. I did a solo ad post like you told me to. And, and I think that was some of the first money I ever made with um, digital marketing. I, I think I made like $600 that weekend and I was so excited. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, that was for, um, yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Um, I was like, oh, well, you know, everyone's making money here. Because a lot of people were making money, right? That was, that was before we decided to scale the company up and then we had a few uh, problems with a few things, but we'll get to that in a second here anyway when we get to my story. But uh, yeah, dude, I mean, it was quite, it was quite like cool to see you do that too because like you didn't even do a lot of work, did you? You just took a link and you ran some ads to it. Um, yeah, all I, all I literally did was did what you said. He said, hey, you said, hey, Russ, take this link and um, contact this solo ad guy and have him run an ad for you. And, and literally I, I made like 600 bucks in, in a day from doing that. And I was like, wow, this actually works. And, you know, before that I knew you were a cool guy and I, and I, you know, had heard a lot about you, but I didn't know that what you did worked so well. So that was my first thing. I was like, wow, Ace Reddy's a legit dude, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so yeah, you did talk about your story a little bit. Like, how did you get to, to be where you are? Did, did you come from nothing too? Like we never really got into that. Well, I mean, you know, so I got I got into internet marketing when I was about 14, right? So I was going to school every day. I was bored as hell. Uh, I look at my dad every day, right? He'd go to work and he, 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 he was like probably the hardest working person I've ever known. Like he's like the most disciplined guy, you know, would always go to work, never take a day off, like working all the time and that kind of stuff. But um, like his, the, the problem is his lifestyle almost had like this, invisible limitation right like like he regardless of how harder he worked regardless of what he did he would never get past that sort of barrier like he could never live the way he wanted to live like he would always have to settle and compromise and whatever um i didn't want to do that personally right so for me i did not want to settle i didn't want to compromise i wanted to buy everything that i wanted to buy and i wanted to live a life of luxury right uh, that was number one number one and number two i was getting good grades at school to a point where I got extremely bored of it. Cause I'm like, what am I competing for here? Like, like good grades, like for what? You know, and all, like everyone around me, my family was like, dude, like, you know, you're gonna be really successful if you get good grades. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Cause I know a lot of people with good grades that don't really make any money, right? For me, initially it always started with, it started with money. So I think that when most people get started with business, and there's this whole ideal about, okay, well, you should never start a business just to make money. I don't, Frank, I don't honestly believe in that, you know, because I think everyone that does start a business does start it to make money. He, he wants to make money and he wants to be great, right? Like you take a look at like history, like Carnegie, Rockefeller, like all these guys start businesses to make money essentially, right? Like that's where everything starts. And then you progress right. on like this other um, vision where you're, you're, you're doing things just to help people out. So that's where it started for me. I want to make some money. So I went to Google and I was like, how do you make money online? Um, I found this e-commerce website called Zazzle. Okay, and the way that works is you take a t-shirt, you basically create a design, you upload that design onto Zazzle, 
and they would put that design on like mugs and shirts and that kind of stuff. And um, you could sell those shirts and get paid like 10 or $11 um, profit per sale. So I, I looked at that business model and I was like, dude, this is awesome. I'm going to get rich doing this. Uh, I did that for about a month. I uh, quickly realized that you need to start spending money uh, to get ads, to, to, to get sales, right? And I was like, okay, dude, like, I, I don't have the fucking money to spend here. I'm not allowed to curse, by the way, or is that not allowed? Hey, man, it's, it's allowed. This is the Lee King podcast. We're going to be real. <laughs> All right. So I was like, okay, well, fuck, this ain't working. So um, the next month, uh, I, I was still searching for ways to make money, right? And it's like, it's like when you're this person trying to make money, every guru is trying to get you. Every guru is like, like they're predatorial in a sense. So they're, they're, they're looking for vulnerable people like you. So uh, I got sucked into this MLM company. Now, and right now, like now I feel like, uh, like I'm glad I got sucked in because uh, I did waste a year of my time, but I got a lot of personal development in the process. You know, that's where I started reading Think and Grow Rich and Psycho-Cybernetics and these books that really sort of impacted me, impacted my life in a good way. I did that for about a year. Uh, really didn't make any money. Matter of fact, I was losing so much money that like, because I was taking money from my dad, right? To like get into this company and stuff. And uh, at one point he's like, dude, you're just losing money. Like I ain't going to give you a single dollar. And then I'm like, okay, well, I have a PlayStation that I really loved. Okay. So I'd play my PlayStation every day. So I'm like, well, I could sell that and like renew my subscription for another month. And wow. if I'm here, I'm probably going to go buy an Xbox. So um, I sold the PlayStation, right? And I, I loved that, by the way. I was playing Hitman on it before I sold it. Uh, so I'm like, I'll, I'll finish the Hitman game and then I'll sell it. So I finished Hitman. I still remember, it was called, the game was called Hitman Blood Money. Crazy, amazing game. Finished that and then I sold the PlayStation. I missed it for a week, but then I was working, so I really couldn't um, tell. Um, that didn't work either, even though I sold it, even though like, like nothing worked, guys. Like for a year, I thought it was a complete failure. Because I wasn't making any money. All these guys, like even guys that got started after me, they were making money here and there. And I was still broke, you know, and I was not making any money. And I was like, okay, well, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Um, and three, I think a year and a half later was when um, I, I, like I was on this webinar with like this motivational guy on it. Um, he was interviewing Jordan Belfort, who was the Wolf of Wall Street, right? So I just watched the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, Jordan Belfort's the shit, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, he had the yacht, he had the girls, he had everything. I was 15, guys. I was fucking 15. So, or 16, I was 16. I, I jump on the webinar. I'm like, yo, it's, this, this webinar was awesome, man. Good job. And the guy's like, yeah, I know who you are. You kept commenting on that webinar. I'm like, he, he, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, like it was a cool webinar. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, okay, well, I run ads and that kind of stuff. And he's like, well, you should come work for me. You know, like I'll, I'll pay for all the ads and stuff, run ads for my stuff, you know, and you pretty much have an unlimited budget. It'll be a good learning experience for you too. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. So uh, that is like the only sort of job that I ever had. I never really had a job after that, you know. Um, I did that for a month, for like a month. I started to see visions in my head, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be stuck in a cubicle if I keep doing this. Because like now I started to feel like my dad again. I'm like, okay, I have a limitation. I have a barrier. Now I'm fucked, you know, like I'm just restricted which is something I never wanted to be, right? That's the whole reason why I got into this business. So uh, then that was when my dad passes away too. So it's, it's, a, it's a 
fucked up time period. So I have this job right now and we're making some money. Then my dad passes away. And now like my mom wasn't working. So like I had to basically take care of the family. So I'm like, well, you know, and my mom was like, okay, you know what? I'll get a job, but like we have to downgrade our home. We'll probably rent this place out and it's just to get money and move somewhere. I didn't want to fucking do that. Like I don't want to leave and go to a smaller home. Like that is not my job, you know? So I was like, I got to make this work somehow. Right. And then I realized that I couldn't do it in the job that I was in. Right. I had no income source, by the way, except for that. I had no other income source. And uh, I don't know. I think it was December 10th or 11th, maybe. Um, I, I called the guy and I'm like, OK, I can't work anymore. Dude. Like, I'm out. Sorry. Uh, my mom didn't even know this because she was like, OK, well, he's got a job. You know, this is going to be cool. But like she didn't know shit, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I quit. You know, I'm done. Wow. I, and uh, that's when I started working on some other things and, you know, just, just started really opening up avenues and one thing started working and I started building up funnels for this guy, which got me some money. And um, after that was when I really got into e-commerce again, because this friend of mine called Peter, who was an empower, he was like in the MLM company that I was in, right? And he was making like five grand a month there. Now he's doing like 80 grand or a hundred grand a month. And I'm like, dude, what the heck are you doing? He's like selling shirts. And I'm like, I know that niche. That's where I got started from. Like, how are you selling it? And he's like, Facebook ads. So he gives me access to his course because he's a good friend of mine. And um, I started watching the course. So I'm like, shit, I can do this. So I tried to do it. Didn't work. So I went and got another business partner who was making a lot of money. So, well, I mean, it was a, it was a very cool deal where I told him, okay, you know what? I'll get you, I'll get you the money. Like you run the ads, we'll split everything 50-50, right? So I went, to, I went to a few friends of mine because I didn't have any money to invest. I had zero money to invest. Went to a few friends of mine. I'm like, yo, you know, there's this guy. You know, I really trust this guy. I'm going to put in the work too. We're both going to run ads and make you guys a ton of money. So I raised some money from these guys, right? And this money, I gave it to that dude. And I mean, we, we killed it. Like it was, it was like a good deal overall because we made like 15 or something grand from just like um, selling name shirts. Because that was the gold rush. You could make money selling any kind of shirt. And uh, we were raised some money from the side and we made like 15 grand there. And it, it's funny because prior to that, I've never really made any money, right? So like the first actual like time that I started making money, I was making thousands of dollars. You know? Wow. Like, so, so that was like your first win. So your, your first e-commerce win was really selling t-shirts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Selling shirts you know, and, um, yeah. And you know, one of, one of the first webinars I ever saw of yours actually went over how to do that. And it is pretty interesting how you found all these different ways to upload, um, print on demand and stuff. I mean, I, I had never even thought of that before I, before I talked to you for the first time. And do you think that's still a, a viable way to make money for e-commerce or, or do you do other things or recommend other things? It, it is, it is still a good way to make money. As long as you figure out how to get the back in place. Because now Facebook ad costs have gone up, right? Like back in 2014, you could get clicks for as less as 10 cents. You know, Don Wilson had a whole course on it called Facebook Ads Crack to get clicks for one cent, one cent or something, you know? So like, that's, like that was how like, great the transformation was in terms of Facebook. Because now, now you're going to probably spend like 75 cents to get a click. Right. So it's bringing down the, the profits. What, what type of other e-commerce things do you recommend right now? Like, do you recommend just doing a lot of research and going out and finding what's hot? Like, what do you, how, how do you do it now? 
Well, I mean, my system right now, honestly, is like when I when when students come to me and ask me how to make money, or um, I recently had a friend of mine ask me what I would do if I were to start an e-commerce business from scratch to make a lot of money in 2020. What I would do, honestly, is number one, I'd go and try to figure out how to like I'd figure out how to see what is a winning product and what isn't like 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 just get that sort of a magical touch and the way you get that is by testing a lot of products so go to aliexpress or go to an american dropshipper find a few products run some ads to them is aliexpress a good way to build a business absolutely not but it's a good way to get get that sort of learning curve in because you don't have to because like if you're if you're going to be stock in inventory right so like if you're going and buying a bunch of products and then trying to sell them it's going to be extremely hard because you don't even know if the product's going to sell or not. You may incur a lot of losses. So in order to prevent that, you got you to gotta go out there and find ways to sell products and test selling products without having that sort of uh, overhead. And the way you do that is you could do that with AliExpress. You could do that with other forms of dropshipping where you just do the selling and then you outsource the fulfillment. Right. So that's what I would start out with. And then what I'd slowly do is I'd slowly start to figure out what products are selling on the front end and sort of sell those products on the front end. And there's two types of products. Um, now I'm going into too much detail here, but basically, guys, so there's like like what I would do is like somewhat of a war plan. Figure out what products people mo are most willing to buy and sell them on the front end and on the back end, sell the products that are most profitable that people are also willing to buy. So that way, like you're, you're, you're selling a lot and you're making a lot of money. Um, For yeah. people that don't know what, what these terms mean, what do you mean by front end and back end? How does that work? Well, in business, right? So let's say you're running in, let's say you're selling physical products of some sort. Um, you have a front end and you have a back end. Now, a front end, and now if a person's a smart business person, he has a back end. Most e-commerce guys don't even have a back end. So a front end is basically what like, you sell to acquire the customer. So that's the initial product that a person sees. So it's like if you're selling, for example, um, if you're selling, let's say, like I was selling, um, I was selling a mug. We made $143,000 selling this Viking mug. Okay. So like, it is just like literally a mug <laughs> with like a wow. Yeah, it, it is a fancy mug, right? So that was for us, that was the front end product. So like that was the first product that we were selling because a lot of people wanted to buy it. So we were selling that on the front. On the back end, it's kind of like a war strategy, right? It's kind of like a battle plan. So what do you do is you get them in, right? So they buy a product from you. Now, since they bought a product from you, you have their credit card information. So you don't they don't have to physically put their credit card information in again. That's number one. Number two, if they bought from you once, they trust you enough to buy from you the second time and the third time and the fourth time. So now you have their trust. So now if you're going to sell products that they're most likely to buy, it's much easier to convince them to buy another product. Right? So, that's, so the whole process of like selling them more products on the back and after acquiring them too, it's like sending them emails a few weeks later, telling them about special offers. That whole process is called the back end. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Selling the first product to bring them into the ecosystem really. Right. Yeah. And I know a lot of the listeners are, are really interested in e-commerce. So at the end, um, I'm going to put in the course notes or in the, um, in the podcast notes here, how, how we can, you know, get them in touch with you for this. Uh, 
Another thing I did want to ask you about is something you're known for and something that you're really fun about is, is you're all about, you know, dropping memes all over the place. Why, why do you do that? And, and how'd you get started? And does that actually help your business or are you just having a little bit of fun? Um, yeah, it actually does help my business. You know, in, well, initially I started off just posting memes because I would see all these top marketers doing it. Right. And I was like, if all these guys are doing it, Matt Trainer is doing it. Adam Holland is doing it. I'm like, if all these top guys are doing it, then there must be something to it. Right. So I started like, like I started taking a few memes and I started posting them because they were fun. Right. And you got to see the spike on the engagement. So I went from having 30 or 40 likes to like having a hundred likes on a post. Right. That's a meme. Now I was, I'm not really the kind of guy that like jerks off about likes either. Like I'm not, I'm not like the social media engagement. Like I have so much engagement kind of guy. I'm, I'm really all about the sales and the stuff like that. So, um, and, and helping people and sales and giving value and like making sure that my content is spread. Now, one thing I actually realized after posting these memes is how my overall engagement went up. So like after I started posting memes, right? Like most posts that would only have 40 likes now started to have 60 and 70 likes. That's how crazy it got, you know? And not just that, now I had a lot of other top marketers liking my memes. So like it, it kind of built out an authority effect where everyone's like, oh shit, all these top guys know Ace Ready. Well, in fact, they don't even know me. They just like the meme. Right. <laughs> but everyone else thinks they know you. Everyone else thinks you guys are in like some massive syndicate on the site. So the top marketers like in your memes got you more credibility with the people who already followed you and that made them more likely to buy your stuff. Is that kind of how it goes a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So they, I mean, they would just like my stuff, dude. And everyone would be like, okay, well, it's called the association effect or something like that, where if you hang out with a lot of top marketers, they assume that you're a top marketer too. Um, now on the side note, I've never really wanted to be like the top guru guy either. It's just that the meme, like this posting memes on itself gave me the position of a guru. Um, even though I wasn't, you know, and I think that's what played into the whole ace ready guy, ace ready identity on Facebook is cause I'm, I'm a cool guy, dude. Like I don't really do any guru stuff, right? Like I'm not, I'm not ignoring people, you know, I'm not, I'm not acting, I'm not not being arrogant or a douchebag on Facebook without reason. Sometimes I am arrogant, but you know, that's, that's usually justified. Um, usually someone's a dick and then I have to be a dick back sometimes, but right. you know, yeah. like I'm really not a guru, right? I'm a cool guy. And um, the association effect sort of gave me a good image. Cause if you're just a cool guy that doesn't really have anything going on, you're just that, like no one respects you. But if you're, if you, if you're a person that could get a lot of respect, because of the accomplishments and you're still a cool guy, people see you as being humble, right? And that's what happened to me. And everyone started respecting me and everyone was like, yes, yeah, like, so you're so down to earth. And, right. Uh, yeah. And you yeah. know, that, that gets over to like, I see you posting a ton of things in different groups and, and you're just always helping people. You're always providing value. And I never really see you ever leading with anything but value and that that's kind of been kind of your trademark for a while now right i mean you just you just help a lot of people and then they come back and they buy from you later right yeah yeah um i mean look dude i'll tell you what i'll tell you a funny story right so in 2015 okay a month after my dad died, uh, that was when i got introduced to cardone okay like i was like that was me getting into the whole 10x zone 
So I remember calling Grant on the Cardone Zone once, and I was about, I don't know, dude, I was like, frick, I was 16, something. I called Grant, and I'm like, because I was prepared for this dude. I, I was 100% sure he's going to ask me how much money I'm making. Because he did that to the guest before. And the guest before basically said, not enough. Okay, so I was prepared with that script. So I call Grant and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm 16. I'm trying to make money and I'm doing that stuff. And Grant is like, well, how much money do you make uh, this year? And uh, that year I only made like 600 guys. Like that's what I did. Like something like that, 600, $700, something. So I'm like, Grant, I made 700. And he's like, he pretty much, he kind of embarrassed me on the, on the thing, you know, because he was like, this guy, like tell him to make 50 grand. He'll say it's impossible. But like you guys making 50 grand, you can easily, easily hit 500 grand or something like that. But he gave me an audiobook at the end, right? And he was like, look, this audiobook is going to change your life. Listen to it. So um, I, I listened to that, right? And it was so helpful that I made a bunch of money with it. I made six figures in the next, I think, four months. Uh, it took me, it, yeah, it took me four or five months to go from $700 a year to hitting six figures, you know, because we had a bunch wow. of stuff going on. What, and, what did you do to make that six figures? Was it one of your e-com businesses? Um, well, partially, you know, so like the e-commerce stuff was getting us a ton of results. And then we decided to take whatever the heck we're doing there and turn it into a coaching program. You know, oh, and we, right. Um, it, it, more than the e-commerce, it was actually the CPA stuff because the e-commerce was good, but the CPA stuff was more profitable then. Now it's not. Now, now the whole CPA business is pretty much dead. All the CPA guys moved on to e-commerce. But um, so we did that CPA stuff. We done it in a coaching program and we were selling that. That's a whole interesting story on itself, man. If you ever interview me about launches, that's the best story you'll probably ever hear. You know, it's a bunch of, it's two underdogs that pulled it off. Probably say it in the next time. But um, yeah, so, so one, thing that, one thing that I always remember is the way that Grant changed my life, right? Because after that, every product that he's put out, I bought it. Every product. You know, I overpaid for a lot of the courses because like he, like he has a weird way of selling where he'll sell you something at a high price and then lower it down. Right. I overpaid for all of his courses and I never regretted it, right? That's because he gave me a ton of value. And that's what I try to do to other people because like, because now I'll, I'll, I'll write a post on Facebook or somewhere, right? And I'll give a bunch of value. The guy goes out there, makes money with it. Next time he thinks of e he will want to buy my program. Right. Yeah. I have the same thing happen with Grant from time to time as well. Like I recently bought a 10 X growth con ticket and he dropped the price two weeks later. Right. I don't care because I make money from Grant Cardone's content. So I'm, I'm happy to pay double the price for the ticket because I know I'm going to get a lot out of it. But, um, something else I wanted to bring up with you Ace, is, um, I, I don't know how many people know this. I, I think I've shared this with a lot, but I recently launched a course for solar lead generation and I didn't even come to you first. I should have. I knew you knew better than me how to do this type of thing. And you just kind of saw me hyping up my, my launch on this. And you contacted me and said, hey, Russ, I got a webinar that will help you. If you take this webinar, you're going to, you're going to have more success launching this course. And by the way, guys, Ace Reddy's a friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine. And I still buy his stuff. The reason that people buy each other's stuff is because if you put money into it, you'll take action. I guarantee you if Ace would have given me this webinar for free, I probably wouldn't have watched it. I would have said, oh, I'll watch it later. But he said, buy this webinar from me. And I did. I sent him money. I watched it. And I had an $18,000 course launch. When I launched my solar course, I was hoping to bring in maybe two grand. 
But with Ace's webinar and then the advice he followed up with, I made $18,000 over the next six weeks. And it was just crazy. And that webinar was based on how to use your Facebook page and organically sell stuff. Do you want to talk about anything about organic marketing, Ace? Um, yeah, I mean, well, look, here's the thing. Uh, here's the key to organic marketing, right? Boost your engagement, sell a lot of stuff. That's it. Okay, and, and the way you boost your engagement is by adding a bunch of value. Now, the secret is, and what I figured out is I would write these long posts about value, and I'm sure some of you guys have Facebook right now. By the way, guys, I'm, I'm just a bit too technical when it comes to stuff like this, so I'm sorry for that. I just have a tendency to go deep into stuff. Um, but, but anyway, so like what I would do to attract attention is to post a lot of value posts, right? And I was just keep, I, just, I would just keep posting value posts to get like the engagement click. Then I started to realize that you don't necessarily have to do a ton of value posts. All you gotta do is like entertain people, you know, and that's what all the top marketers do. If you look at the top marketers, they will do one value post maybe once a month. The rest of it is entertainment stuff. The rest of it is like motivational stuff and that kind of stuff, right? I wanted to do, I wanted to do, I wanted to add more value because that's because I wanted to do it. So I was doing like two value posts a week, but then the rest of the five days, like, like it's hard to come up with ideas every single day, right? The rest of the five days I do something called as a sandwich method, which is to post one meme, one sales pitch and one meme. So the first meme is going to boost up the engagement. So people see the second post. Okay. Which is a pitch. And the second meme is going to boost up the engagement again. And then you have another pitch after that the next day. So that's just how it works. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. by the way, yeah. I mean, I, I see you doing that all the time. And something else I did want to bring up too, I wanted to kind of circle back to, to giving value. Like I know a lot of new digital marketers, they, they just want to jump in there and kill it and make money and stuff. And they're so focused on client acquisition and getting a client and they don't even know how to get results. Like what do you recommend to a new marketer? Do you, do you recommend that they just, you know, give value, 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 or, or what, what would you recommend to a brand new person getting into digital marketing right now that kind of has that mindset of, oh my God, I have to get clients and I have to make money right now? Okay. Um, your question to off the record, is that, is that too technical? Do I sound too weird? No, man, you, we, we love it. We, we love it. And it can't be off the record because this is part of the podcast. So it's on the record, brother. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what, so what advice do I have for people to acquire clients? Yeah, like brand new people, because what, what I'm finding with a lot of the people that I talk to is they have this, this very scarce mindset, right? Oh my God, I don't have any clients yet and I need to make money right now. Like, how do you go from a, a scarce freaking out mindset as a new marketer to the ability to give value and then acquire clients in a, in a way that's, you know, comfortable for both you and the client? I mean, honestly, dude, my advice is probably going to sound generic, but it is don't teach bullshit. You know, that's, that's, that's the key. Like if, if, like if you're launching coaching programs, teaching stuff that you don't really know about, you will fail, you know, and you are like, like in a situation where someone's like, okay, do you want me to send you money? You're not going to be able to confidently say yes. You know, and if you are, then that just means you're like, that just means like you're a reptile or something that, that has no heart, <laughs> you know, that's not most people, right? Because most people are good people. They don't, they don't want to do that and they're not going to be comfortable doing that. So the key is to not teach bullshit. And the second key is to not 
not do anything at your expense. Okay, and this is key because everyone's like, oh, you got to share it on a value. And Gary Vaynerchuk is, on, is screaming and yelling on the side saying, give value now, you know, make money 15 years later. That's bullshit. You know why? Because if you go out there, you, like, you give a lot of value, right? You're still not, like, like if you're not making money while giving the value, you're not going to have any motivation to do so. You right. know, so you're going to value thing for two weeks. You're not making any money doing it. So now we're going to stop. But what if, what if you were, do, you were giving away a ton of value and getting paid to do so? Now you're motivated because you're doing something good and you're getting paid for it. Right. You know, and I think I just saw a post you made in ClickFunnels recently saying that, that it's not a bad thing to pitch. In fact, you should be pitching because you can't help anybody if you don't pitch him for the stuff that's going to help them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, it's also a selfish thing, man. I mean, everyone is selfish at the end of the day, right? So if you're not, like, here's the deal, dude. You could go out there, give a bunch of value, you know, whatever. But if you're not making any money from it, you will not have the motivation to do so. So even if you do not want to charge money, you need to just to fulfill your selfish desires, you know, because that's, that's important, dude. Like, you got to take care of yourself. If not, your mind is just going to overreact. You know, because like me, me personally, right? I give out so much value. I give out an abundance of value. Like, like that is one of the reasons why I'm so good, like with, with building audiences too. Like I, I was making money from my YouTube. Like my YouTube only has 500 subscribers. Okay. Like, like the, there's people with 100,000 subscribers. I'm, I'm making a ton of money. I'm making not a ton of money, but a good money with it. Okay. And my Facebook group has like a 13% engagement. And wow. that's just because like people with like 30 group members of 30,000, they can't even beat my group. My group has more engagement than them. The reason that happens is because I share a lot of value. Now, the only reason I share a lot of value is because I get paid to do so, you know, and, and it's just, it's just motivating. It's just fun. It's just like, it's just cool. Like I'm helping people and I'm making money doing so. If I'm not making money doing so, then that's charity, you know, and, and people, they don't necessarily take charity too seriously. Um, right. especially when they live in abundance, then yeah. Yeah, man, I agree with you on all that stuff. So I always like to, when people come on the, the podcast, I want to let people know how they can get in touch with you and find out what you offer, because I, I know you have a, a ton to offer the world. I mean, you've, you've been a friend of mine and you've helped me make a lot of money over the years. What's the best way people can find out more about you and find out the programs you have to offer? Um, guys, you can join my Facebook group. It's called the Ultimate Dropshipping Community. Um, and you can add me on Facebook at The Ace Ready. Uh, the way that we work is that I, I don't let you buy anything if I don't know if the, if the product's actually going to help you. So you can message me and we'll talk about your business. And if there is a product that I have that could really help you in your business, I will recommend it. Uh, you got to remember that I'm not very shy. I messaged Ross asking him to buy my stuff. You know? So like, if I feel like a product's going to help you, I will push it on you. Uh, no offense. Okay, I'm doing it for your own good. So yeah, uh, message me on Facebook. I am not a guru, so I'll respond back and join my Facebook group or follow me on YouTube. It's Ace Ready on YouTube too. I post a ton of cool content on there about e-commerce and stuff. So yeah, that's about it, guys. There's no there's no sales page, there's no website or anything like that. Yeah, that's that's one thing I really like about you, Ace, is that you're. You don't. You didn't just say, "Hey, go to my website and buy my course." You said, "Contact me. I'll, I'll I'll message you back and I'll tell you what'll work for you." And that's that's one cool thing that's really awesome about Ace Ready is that he won't just push on some generic course on you. Like 
he has a ton of stuff. And Ace is different too, man, because he, he doesn't do courses like gurus. He does like webinars about specific things that can help you. And that's, that was really helpful to me too. So um, I'm going to put a link to your group in the, in the comments of this podcast episode, Ace. And I'll also put a link to your YouTube channel too, so people can find you as well. But um, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, this, this was a lot of great content and a, and a lot of great, really conversation today. So thank you so much for joining the Lee King podcast today with us, Ace. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, dude. This, is, this has been a great podcast. Yeah, man. No problem, brother. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get you back on to have some more stories in the future because I know you have a lot more to share with us. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, you right, guys yeah. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Lead King Podcast with Russ Ward. Russ Ward has been through everything. Losing houses, money, a wife, sued by the NFL, tax liens, and through it all has risen from the ashes. Yes, the Lead King Podcast covers tactics and strategies to grow your digital marketing business, acquire clients, and of course, get results. But more than that, we talk about the mindset that's required to endure the frustrations, the failures, and the setbacks of growing a marketing agency. You can reach out to Russ by phone at 813-278-7040. Email Russ at russward at theleadking.com. On Facebook at The Lead King. And on Instagram at Lead King Digital Marketing. And the website is theleadking.com. If you want to grow your digital marketing business from nothing to 10K a month and beyond, and if you want to learn how some of the best in the business did it, you're in the right place. Till next time, this is The Lead King Podcast. Signing off.